ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode. Thanks for joining us. As usual, I'm accompanied by my co-host, Brian Big Stuff. What's happening, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here, man. It was an odd week in football, but it, it was a good week, though. I think a lot of weird stuff happened, enough to keep everyone interested and entertained. Yeah, yeah, some uh, definitely some different stuff, unexpected things happen. Uh, well, unfortunately, we had a we had a guest plan for today that um, wasn't able to make it, so I guess we'll just jump right into the show. Yeah, whenever you're good. Uh, that's you, awkward. You want to get that? That's eh, probably a salesman or something. Let's just, just do let the it, podcast. Let it be. Oh, hold on, guys. It's me. Do you remember J- Jamie? Jamie. I've actually oh, yeah, been guy. on the show a, a few weeks before. Yeah. Well, you were. Now that you mention it, you were on all the shows except for last week, weren't you? Yeah, and I, I feel like when I listen back, I don't even know if my name was mentioned. You guys forgot about me. Well, that quickly? Oof. Did we? I'm not sure. Oh, we were. We were caught up in the moment. Maybe. Right. Did right. We? Yeah, or Jamie, honestly, or or maybe Rodney's my doppelganger. Maybe that's <laughs> Could it. Be, yeah, and like I, I actually, now that you you mention it and you're here, I remember you not being here last week. But it, it never dawned on me either. I just, yeah, I was just yeah. like kind of carrying on, hmm. dude. Oh. So where where were you? So I don't know if I should feel hurt. Yeah, I don't know how I would take that either. Yeah. Honestly, no. In all seriousness, we definitely <laughs> missed you. Um, <laughs> I know that after you listened to the whole thing, you heard we, we gave you some love. It just was towards the end. Yeah, actually, it's going on day six now, and I don't think I've made it to the end. Oh wow! Are you saying it was a long show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think it was fairly long, but you know, some good content. You know, it sounded awesome. Uh, Rodney being here, I I totally missed being here. I was unfortunately on a, a work trip down in Florida. Yeah, poor you. Yeah, I know, yeah, right? Yeah. Beach. Honestly, beach life. honestly, the uh, I think the maybe we just weather tried there to you because you were <laughs> <in> such- <laughs> <laughs> you were like that bum. Right. But uh, the weather there actually wasn't as warm as up here. And yeah. when we went to the pool on Saturday, we actually couldn't be in it because the water was too cold. Really? Yeah. Damn. And I was I was kind of upset, and I was like, "Look, I come down here to Florida on a work trip. I want to yes. relax uh, one day at the pool and enjoy some warm water." But wasn't that like they they had a pretty severe storm not too long ago? I wonder if that just cooled it all off. It could have. It was it was super windy that day too, and the temperature was low to mid eighties. So maybe the combination of the cooler water and then getting out and it being yeah, I don't even get into a pool unless it's freezing cold anyway, so right, I, pro- yeah. I probably would have liked it down there. Yeah, I mean, it was it was tempted. We just sat by the pool instead of getting in, and it was nice just being able to relax and, and hang out. So, yeah, I'm glad to be back. It sucked kind of not being here for the podcast because every time you guys would talk about something, I'd, I'd want to key in right, and then right. say something. But, you know, obviously you guys couldn't hear me <laughs> down in Florida. So I, thought, I, I feel like maybe we did. Like yeah. you were, I, I was constantly thinking about like what what you might say at this particular time yeah. and whatnot. Channeling you, your inner Jamie. Yeah, I was trying okay. to. I was trying to trying to carry the the weight of you not being here. <laughs> but uh, no, in all seriousness, you were missed, and we're glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back. So this week it's just kind of the original three, and um, I think what we want to kind of do is is try to hone in on our format for the show, and as much as we've looked for feedback we haven't got quite as much as we were hoping as far as the online sources such yeah. as emailing at uh sinners and winners podcast at gmail.com yeah the n and not the and correct yeah um we, we still would definitely like to get that because we're trying to we're trying to hone in on, and get this show like efficient and good and enjoyable and all that good stuff so with that in mind i think what we're going to kind of set today's goal as is 
just a random topic about fantasy football or the NFL or what have you for you know the bulk of the show 40 minutes or so 40 50 minutes and then at the end touch on the centers and winners football league particularly the matchups from last week and the ones coming up yeah yeah i think that sounds good we definitely need some love out there on our social media and or emails because we definitely want to know what you guys want to listen to we want to make this a show that you guys are excited to listen to each week whether it be because it's two hours long or 30 minutes long we want to give you guys all of the goodness because we have it to give to you you just got to let us know what we need to open Cool. No, we ain't going to spam you either. We're not realtors. We're not going to sell your email. We just want feedback. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. No, it, it's really, honestly, I think it's more because we're enjoying the crap out of doing this. Yeah. And want to do it well so that maybe we can do it more. Yeah. So up, up front, that's sinnersnwinners at gmail.com. Correct. And then. And you can also find, you can find us and, and a link to that email on both Facebook and now Instagram as well. And what's the Instagram and Facebook? Centers and Winners Podcast? Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Got a little choked up. Uh, I will admit. <coughs> he's emotional talking. Yeah, just, just really get all worked up inside. Uh, it's really trying to um, open my mind to Instagram. I actually just created my own account like two days ago. Welcome nice. to the show. Yeah, it's, I'm new. Um, so, you know, if you find me on there, I, I can't even remember the, the name I gave myself. <laughs> I think it's Papa D underscore of three or yeah, something like that. that yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I probably can't even get you there. But um, if you've happened to find me, uh, hit me up. And we do have, like I said, specifically the Centers and Winners podcast is now on Instagram. So, with that being said, let's get right into this week. I guess... To me, we're, we're a quarter of the way through the season, fantasy football-wise. and um, Well, real football-wise, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, technically, there's a little bit longer in real football, though, right? <laughs> a few weeks. I guess we, go, few, we go past yeah. week 16 in most leagues, or the NFL league. Well, the yeah. quarter season. of the league for regular season is four weeks, right? For regular season? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. So maybe so I'll for just, so you're a little bit over for, we, for fantasy. Sorry, sorry yeah. for calling that out. Goat, you want to start over? No, I, well, no, because <laughs> I mean, technically, if that was a call out, that that is the artist formerly known as Queen Bee's job. Oh, <laughs> you know, sorry, I've maybe been gone like a week or whatever. So <laughs> we're just trying to everything. get you back into the format here. Um, no, I was, but you know, we kind of should have a fairly good idea of who's playing, who's not, who's doing well, who's not, how the teams are utilizing our our highly coveted teams. And then this week happens where kind of like everything goes to shit. You know, not not everything, but like a lot of unexpected people score. Uh, people who are expected to score don't. Right. So I was kind of thinking maybe we could talk about uh, some of that and maybe even uh, get into the namesake. You know, how you you have your stud that is a huge name. And when, when do you decide to cut bait? Or when, when do you, you know what I mean? Like right. How long do you hold on to them? I think this is close to the time you... You at least start thinking about it. Okay. Yeah, I think this both week. of these topics, Brian, like you said, it's you're at that time where both of these kind of the topics are kind of the same. You could talk them hand in hand because you're right at that quarter of the year mark. You've either held on to somebody hoping that they would do something or you keep playing somebody in your lineup for the same reason and they're just not giving you anything so you got to figure out what you want to do either bench them and hold off right or just dump them and then of course fantasy football law if you if you bench him he scores 
Yeah. If you, well, if I know you, in this league in particular, I'm kind of pissed because I banked my my team around two what I think are stud wide receivers in D Hop and OBJ, and my tight end outscored them combined this week, for example. Yeah, yeah I was you know? even – I mean, when you told me about it yesterday, <laughs> I was just like, wow. Yeah. I like, mean, I couldn't – you got four points, what, like on like a drive? No, the whole game. Yeah. I mean, it's just insane. That was, that was the entire game. And, like, the way I built my team was not for that to happen. Yeah. But yeah, I can't, in good conscience, sit them. No, or, I think there are limits. I mean, you there's some – but, yeah, I, I, you can't sit the out. Can you, Jamie? I just no. don't think you and, can. And, no, like, no anybody you does. draft, unless if they're hurt, anybody you draft in the first, let's even say, three rounds, yeah. you, you can't sit. You have to start them and, and hope that they give you what you drafted them for or what they're actually being paid in NFL for. Right. But you have to – look and figure out okay are they just not performing because either a they have an injury that they're just trying to play through um b is it just a matchup that they're they're had this week or is it because their team is changing schemes maybe it's due to a different coach or we'll use d hop as an example that offensive line is freaking atrocious yeah and with the pressure that watson is under because i have the same issue the last two or three weeks for watson has given me nothing yeah it's been pretty bad and so you have watson so what are your thoughts now like are you are you i guess are you thinking about hey who else could i get or are you just going to ride it out yeah, so I'm I'm a little bit on both. I've I've actually started looking at other teams to see who potentially could be out there. See the hard part with with where you draft a player like that and who he is as a person is not looking at actually what he's provided for points or for fantasy and still having that namesake like you said and say I could probably get the same value from Andy Dalton as I've had from Deshaun Watson. But I'm not going to go out and say, hey, Brian, you want to give me Andy Dalton for Deshaun Watson? There's no way in hell I'm asking for that trade. Yeah. You know, you'd eat it up in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'd, but, I'd pick up Andy Dalton off the waivers <laughs> just just for that trade. Right. You know, so, like, that's where you find yourself having issues is, okay, he is a huge name that either potentially he's going to break out and give you the points that you drafted him at, or he has such high draft capital for you that you can't just go get him for who actually he's worth. Yeah. Well, I would I would argue, like you said, like your draft picks, one and two, arguably three, maybe even four, are supposed to be those studs that are kind of matchup proof. Right. They're, they're such a, you know, you're going to start them no matter what the, what the opposition is. Right. You know? But then you get down a little further, then it becomes more like those guys you might put in and out. But when we're talking like, you know, you, you, you picked up your quarterback as your guy. He was going to be your weekly starter, correct? Right. Because that's kind of what you want in your lineup is, is at least, hey, I've got these five guys. I'm playing them if they're playing. And then the other couple positions, I might float around a little bit. But that's generally speaking what we do. Yeah. And in this league in particular, because it – with it being the super flex, the quarterback has a higher premium. Right. So you're drafting them earlier. If this was any other league, I'm not drafting a quarterback until maybe around nine or ten, yeah. you know, something like that. And you're getting somebody like Philip Rivers to where if he doesn't any do anything, screw it. You're just going to go pick somebody up off of waivers and just stream that position from the year on out. But when you're in a super flex and you're putting that premium on the quarterback and you're drafting him up in rounds three. Uh, so, I mean, Mahomes went in one. You haven't had really 
this past week wasn't great, but I think he salvaged some stuff. But yeah, somehow he still ended up with over twenty points, but didn't throw a touchdown. Right. You know. So when you have those players in a super flex, you have to either just, like you said, keep them in there because that's where you drafted him, and you just hope for the better day next week, or you're trying to find somebody that's still relying on, okay, this is Deshaun Watson. I'll go ahead and give you uh, Lamar Jackson for him. Right. It, it makes you know? it difficult, Which too, because like you said, in a super flex, most of us are starting two quarterbacks. So worst case, Deshaun Watson will just be your quarterback, too. You, you can't really get rid of him. Right. Because there's nobody on waiver who's worth a damn. Yeah. yeah and I, I mean, that, this is kind of going off topic, but I have Josh Allen as my second quarterback, and he's now hurt. Most likely he's not going to play because they have – Tennessee, who's a, a good defense, and then they go on their bye. So they potentially could rest him this week and still have another week for resting him in a bye and then bringing him back against, I think, Miami's who they who they come back to. So I could see them not playing Josh Allen this weekend, and I went on the waivers to look to see who I could get no. for him, and there's, there's nothing there. So trying to either bargain for somebody that is name value or draft capital value for Deshaun Watson is is hard right now and you're looking that's just Deshaun Watson same could be said for D Hop mm-hmm. you know you could say you know what D Hop has done jack shit for me for the past how many weeks 3 yeah and but I can't go trade him for uh, DJ Shark who's actually probably outperforming him fantasy wise but there's no way in hell I'm making that yeah. offer you right. know cuz it's just name wise and draft capital well, you think, talk about name name value. I, like at this point, I, I just looked at something. You brought up uh, both Mahomes and, and Rivers and what you were just talking about a little bit. I would put those as almost on opposite ends of the quarterback spectrum when you're when you're when you're looking at name value, right? Right. How many points difference do you think they've averaged over the course of these four weeks? So the total fantasy points for just, one yeah, versus yeah. the other? Yeah, and in this particular league. So I would say that in our league. Maybe, I don't know, 15. You think it's 15? I was going to say there's probably six points difference between the two. For the year, or so far, there there's twenty about 25 points. So there's averaging about six points a week difference. Okay. Think about that, though. That Patrick Mahomes would, would be your top two round i think he went in second round in, yeah. in this league yes yeah, whereas rivers probably went in the 14th yeah yeah like i just think there's been a lot of evidence this year to show why you don't spend your top picks on a qb or a tight end for that matter you talk about the same same thing with kelsey yeah while he's that guy you can plug in every week and not worry because i know i put myself in a situation where i've been kind of like dumpster diving every week for for a solid tight, tight end, end spot while yeah. my my wonderful sleeper pick comes off suspension. Yeah. You drafted Chris Herndon. Yeah, well, uh, that'll be great news in two weeks here. Yeah. You, you watch. <laughs> Either that or I just held a roster spot up for, for nothing. If Darnell comes back, it'll be good but, news. But yeah. dumpster diving, I, you know, I got Disley for this past week who had... Oh, he blew up. Yeah, well, he had his one of three games that he's had over 18 points so far. So out of four weeks, his first week he got two points. Yeah, but second, third, and fourth weeks, he's been eighteen plus. Yeah. Whereas if you if you go and look at um, uh, Kelsey, which I believe I don't even know what Kelsey got. He got fifteen point five points. Do you, can you look at the, the what he's had over the four weeks or his total? Yeah, no, I can look up. Oh, I see it. He's got fifteen point nine the week before. Again, less than Disley. Yeah. 
23.7 in week two. One point more than this league. And then in week one, 11.8. Yes, There's the big difference. So he's been consistently above 10. Right, right? for a tight end. But overall, he's at 69 points or something like that for this season so far. And Disley's at 61. Yeah. The point I'm making is these guys are like hugely – he wasn't even drafted, Disley, I don't think. No. No, I don't. You know what I mean? And then you've got this guy that like somebody spent their second round pick on. Well, yeah, I mean, in mocks and a lot of people are, are picking up Kelsey in, in the second round because he's almost viewed as their number one wide receiver, especially if Hill's out. Yeah. Right? So you're getting that value at a tight end position where it's so scarce. You have your top three tight ends that – will get you points weekend and everything else is crapshoot right but if you don't get that option of getting the top three then you're better off waiting till the end to start streaming and that's the same with the quarterback position i agree this was our first year at Superflex. Yeah. I still think even going forward you still have to draft a quarterback early at least one yeah at yeah. least one but in a normal league where you're only getting one like all my other leagues, I carry just one quarterback, and when they're on a buyer, if they get hurt, you just stream it. Same, you know. And and I I get that quarterback later in the draft because, like you said, there's no real huge difference between if you're wasting a pick in your first couple of rounds on Mahomes, you could be getting somebody that is at a higher value in those leagues, like a running back or a wide receiver. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That there is that huge gap difference to where yeah. if you don't get one of these guys, you're stuck with somebody getting six points week in and week out as opposed to yeah. 13 or 14. So I know this is kind of off topic from what we started on, but I think it all kind of merges in. You're at that yeah. point now during the season to where you start looking back at your draft and you're like, man, I shouldn't have wasted that pick on – Kelsey in the second round when right. I could have been streaming somebody Not to like say Disney. that was necessarily a waste, but that was the point I was making that like it, you know after four weeks of play everything looks so different from how it did coming into the draft because you had Kelsey specifically on his own tier as far as tight everyone did right you right. know and then you come in and you look at like maybe uh, Kittle and Ertz you know coming in behind and pretty you know like on that second tier and, and then it. there was like empty tiers and he got all the oh, way down to like <laughs> tier 10 tier 5 or t- yeah. yeah I mean it was and then everybody else was in yeah, that bucket yeah then, then everybody falls in that whereas actual production I think this year there's been a shift in tight ends where like all these young more basketball built-esque tight ends are taking those positions and being utilized because I think you know all around the league they're seeing the success of like your Jimmy Grahams in the yeah. past Gronkowski those guys, and Kelsey, of course. But I think more teams are utilizing that position. Yeah. yeah. It seems like so far this year. Yeah, and I know, I mean, we're, for the tight end position, Darren Waller was a huge fan of him coming in into the draft. There's a few guys that I actually was able to draft ahead of him. Mm-hmm. But I, I considered him as a sleeper pick. I, I think, and uh, Brian, in one of your leagues, you... I have him in one of them. And you drafted him, like, in the very last round. I think my last pick. Yeah. Because I was like, I, I literally just... I'm like you, I'm not a big tight end person. I'll, I'll wait till the end. Because yeah. if you don't get Kels, Ertz, or uh, Kittle, then then why? Yeah, yeah that's well, the same way I went then about Then why stab at him? Yeah. But he's the, I, I he's him, the tight end, like, four, I think. <laughs> I think he's the tight end four on the year right now. But yeah. it's... It, it's because he's a great player, but it's also because of the situation he's in. They have they don't have A B anymore and they're kind of if you look in the last year, they used Cook a lot. So he's in that situation. If he goes somewhere else, is he the same person? Next year do you rely on him again not, because of the situation he's in? So at the draft you always have to look 
and and hope that the name that you're spending on is going to perform like yeah. D-Hop's supposed to perform. If we did the draft all over again, I drafted Chubb at number five, I would most likely have gotten Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Cook probably would not have been there by my pick because of how good he's doing. Right. You know? So by week four, the games have been over. You kind of know where some of the offenses have shown their dedication to or, yeah. you know, who they want to use in their schemes. You kind of know if there's a bad offensive line. You know what by week five, you know, Houston's horrible. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati is brutal. horrible. Atlanta is horrible. And it's killing people like Matt Ryan. It's killing people like Devonta Freeman. It's killing D-Hop. It's killing Watson. You're getting absolutely no value from Duke. You're getting no value. I mean, you're getting right. a little bit Who's from the, Hyde. I mean, so. Hyde's like, what, the best fantasy player on their team yeah points wise probably i mean at least the most reliable which is gross to hear you say (laughs) (laughs) right so i think you're at the time now to where you do start looking yeah i think i think everybody what you can dump off yeah like bringing up kelsey not to keep picking on him as a but that's one of the huge names and let's say you're an owner that was that drafted kelsey but somewhere along the way you you picked up uh darren waller or uh disley or somebody else that you've you feel like has kind of proven their worth do you now you is when you would probably start thinking can i deal kelsey to improve my running back situation or improve my wide receiver or or quarterback situation yes absolutely and decide like can i use this name value yeah and and, that's and build my team up yeah or do i hold on to him and and you know trade that that second yeah, you know Disley or whomever. Yeah, I mean, right. if you manage to land like a Waller or Disley, yeah, I I think a hundred percent you move them. Yeah, and most people don't have that luxury, so I think if you have Kelsey, you kind of gotta, especially taking that early. That that's just like the, you, you take a tight end that early, and it's just if he doesn't, you're committed. Pot you're committed. Com- pretty you have much. to be because yeah. he needs to hit that expectation. Yeah. Otherwise, well, and like I said, you brutal. have that comfort level too of like, hey, it's Kelsey. I'm starting him. Right. You don't have okay. to think. Like, that helps me, like, um, in one league that I'm in, my team, you know, I'm looking at it, and I have no depth at all. But my starting lineup is rock solid, and it's so easy when I'm, like, going back and forth trying to figure out setups. That one, I'm like, okay, it's solid. I'll just leave it at that. Whatever happens, happens. Right. And then I look at, like, this league, for example, my buildup is not like that. You know, I have a little bit more depth, but but, but a lot less certainty in in every position, you know. And that's part of the struggle I have, like, building up to games on, on Sunday morning and you're like, or Thursday night even, like, what the hell do I do, mm-hmm. you know? I like to avoid those situations when I can, but yeah, I think we all do with that name value. Yeah, and I think this is the week that you start looking at least to see if, if there's any potential takers for a name. And I've gotten bit in the past for trying to get rid of somebody that is a good name and didn't start off right. And then you trade you him, him and then he freaking blows up. Yeah. You know, I did that yeah. with Gurley two years ago. I had him on my team. I, I acquired him. I didn't even draft him. I acquired him because I knew he was going to do good. And then he started not having a great season. And then I noticed his games coming up were rough matchups. Right. And then the rough matchups are when he blew up and right. he started he, he started being and Todd Gurley of what we all thought he should be. Right. And you're like, shit. Yeah, and you almost have to because, like, if you, you know, right now there's still, like, uh, you know, since we're talking about, you know, Kels or whatever, there's still name value where someone could do Kels. But if Kels keeps slipping, then people are going to start wising up. And, I mean, you can't wait too long to 
to hang on and then try to trade him because right. then you'd be like, no, he hasn't done anything for yeah. six weeks. Right. But right now you're still at that mark where well, and okay, that's kind of the beauty goes. of where we're at in the in the season. You know, right, we're still I, early I think enough. that's kind of the point. Like, yeah, we're at that point now where we're kind of feeling people out. You might have you know people that have been off to a really slow start that shouldn't, and you know, do you want to go after them where you can try to buy them low or right. you know pedal off somebody you know disley for example um since we seem to be stuck on tight, <laughs> on end, tight ends or i do i don't know <laughs> like now you know his value should be pretty damn high whereas is it going to stay there you know yeah that might be a guy to to if you have him you know see what you can get yeah so let's let me ask you a question i'm not going to try to for us give away any kind of what we want to do on sure. with our teams or anything and we just take the league as a whole is there any one player it could be on your team? It could be on somebody else's team that is not living up to what they should, and then also exceeding what you really thought they were going to exceed. Gosh, um, I, I yeah, can I, I, mean, I, can, I can start off and just say OBJ. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think he's way underperforming what i expected you know but that was again that part of the hype of of you know the browns coming in to the season right. they're going to be these lights out guys same I mean, baker mayfield same yeah. thing i thought he was going to be a pretty elite quarterback yeah. and had he fallen to me when i wanted to take a quarterback i'd have drafted him in a heartbeat right so yeah like both of those i felt like i took kind of a stab at, at lamar jackson when i did just because of the running aspect and he's uh, so your surprise better. is Lamar. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I was. I had high hopes, but the fact that he's actually at least started the season off as well as he had has been a pleasant surprise because he was my second quarterback taken. Right. So that one turned out really well. Yeah, and I would agree with you on the surprise. I mean, I mentioned Dalvin Cook earlier, and I think you know, obviously he he and went we, mid second round. Some leagues he probably went third round, and. You know, if, if you were to do the draft again now, he'd go in the top five. Right, and yeah. I, was, I was thinking yeah. about that Sunday, too. I know you, you mentioned that, but I, when, when I was watching him Sunday, I was thinking, man, if we could redraft, yeah, you know, it'd be nice to, <laughs> it'd be nice to snag him early. Right. Well, you'd take, especially Barkley being hurt, you know, like like the whole draft order I think would be different. I think McCaffrey would be a clear number one. Yeah, I, I agree. As far as running back, in my opinion, it would probably go McCaffrey, a real close tie between Kamara and Cook being the second two, yeah. and, and I don't know. I think you'd have, still have to throw Zeke in there. Well, yeah, Zeke, um, absolutely. But I actually, I would put him behind those two. I, so yeah, he'd be I, coming I, up four, yeah. one way or another. Yeah, and I, I think if, if you take Saquon's injury aside, even if he was healthy, I still think he belongs in the top five. He was still having a great season. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he would have had a better season with their quarterback change. Yeah. It just changes the looks of you know what the defenses are having to do. Right. So yeah, I think he was would have been in store for a great second and third and fourth quarter of the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question too. What do you think about like a, somebody like that takes a fall? You know, he may be back week ten, eleven ish, maybe before. You know, optimistically, he seems to think he'll be back before then. Like, um, if you're an owner and you have a need, are you willing to try to trade him? And how cheaply would you have to do so, knowing that he may or may not come back? Yeah, like for Saquon, if if he's out and then you're in a league that has an IR spot, I'd definitely put him on the IR spot and keep him there. Hopefully yeah. you're in a spot to where you can hang on to that and use him in the playoffs. But if, if you're at a point to where you're in, let's say, week six or seven and you still either have one win or zero wins, I think you have to use that piece to somebody that is – higher up in the standings yeah and 
get like maybe you know somebody for him you know so if if i'm dead last and i have saquon and he's he's coming back in three weeks but i really want to get d hop for who's kind of been middle of the road but i think he could fill for me and then you just want him just to stash him for playoffs you know i, I think you make that move yeah that's then, hard to do, though. That's got to be, you know, cut yeah. on your top guy. Right. I think it's too mm-hmm. early to do it now because you don't know where you stand in the playoffs. But I think as the year goes on, depending on where you're at, I definitely think you have to. De- well, yeah, now, too, I think you'd have to sell them so cheap. Like right. pennies on the dollar, you know, so Well, because you're just not going to get much Because somebody's just going to. early on. Yeah, it's, an, it's, a, it's a take and bench spot mm-hmm. for at least four, eight, ten weeks. I mean, you right. have to find a guy with decent depth, and then, I mean, you still could uh, – but it know. could pay off for that guy because he could come back lights out just in time for the playoffs right. and, and, well, and wreck it. Yeah, and that's why you look at the teams that are higher up. So you look at the teams that have one loss or two losses or perhaps even zero because they think in their head that they have the depth yeah. to be able – say you even got a Tyler Boyd and a Joe Mixon for them. You know, I just use two people on the same team, which I normally wouldn't do. But just say they're those types of tier yeah. – players you get both of them for a saquon and then that can immediately start getting you some wins to where the person up top can probably sit on saquon and hope that he comes back for their playoffs they could lose a game or two with somebody that's not in their lineup and not hurt their playoff potentials yeah so i think somebody like saquon is different than somebody like um who else out there is that is injured that you're kind of holding on to Probably Hill, nobody big. Mean, you mean like a middle tier type person? Yeah, somebody that you'd be willing to like. If if they were hurt right now, should you sit on them or should you trade them and and Hell get no. something Damian for them? Williams. I mean, I'm in that spot where right. he's like in the middle of the. You know, is he going to be? I drafted him pretty highly. You know, expecting to be able to use him and him definitely hurting as far as running back depth. But he's uh, like Jamie was saying. He's currently. different than Saquon though, because I, I can't imagine anyone being. Yeah, see, yeah, I think yeah, that's, give me Damon. You know, right. Well, yeah, see, I think that's where dude, you have not. to look. You know, somebody like Damian. I was thinking more along the do, do I just drop him? Yeah, exactly. Try to pick so up, there's players know, that are yeah. hurt that you hold on to to either hope that they're going to provide you value or can get you something back yeah. to where somebody that gets hurt like Damian Williams, who's right in that middle tier, you're still kind of like, oh, man, can I get somebody for him? Yeah. Or am I really going to have to drop him? Right. I don't want to waste an IR spot for him. Right. And and in case if one of my real studs has an injury. One of the things we've talked about coming up to this point is crushes, right? Like we all have them. We all have our guys that we like. Yeah. Hopefully you were able to get them on your team. Are there guys that you, you had crushes on either on your team or not that have underperformed and you're trying to decide what to do? You know, is it time for a breakup? Oh, God. You had to bring up that. Uh, yeah. that that's a that's a great question because I have one guy that I have in absolutely every one of my leagues. What that, his last name begin with Singletary? No. Oh, okay. No. I was just curious. <laughs> um, it's actually Chris Carson. Oh, Carson. Okay. You know he's he's at that he's at that level to yeah. where I drafted him high or I gave up a lot to get him from somebody else. Yeah. And he did. hasn't given me really anything this past weekend was a great weekend but he's fumbled a lot so he's kind of if penny wasn't hurt i think his job actually would be in jeopardy right penny's coming back semi soon right Mm -hmm. if he didn't have this good game this past weekend i really think his job would be in jeopardy with penny coming back but i'm at that spot to where i'm like man i really love carson and i think he's got a 
great setup there in, in Seattle, and he's the number one guy. But if he keeps messing up, he's not going to be their number one guy. And I gave up a lot for him. I drafted a lot uh, capital in, in draft on him. And I really like him as a as a player. Yeah. So I'm upset that he's having a bad season because I don't want to get rid of him. I don't want to trade him. And but I I don't want to play him right now either. Right. And I keep looking at okay if I if I bench him who am I going to put in? Yeah. Oh I I I really don't want to put in Frank Gore for Chris Carson right now. Even <laughs> though Frank Gore is probably going to yeah. give me more points. Which is but. silly nuts. Like I just don't <laughs> understand how he's doing it. Uh, he's, he, he finds that well. Too. <laughs> he, he finds that age well. He needs to write a book for how to take care of yourself <laughs> yeah. and how to remain a. Because he has clearly outlived just about everybody as far as in the running back running positions. Backs, yeah. yeah, I think that's what makes it so special is the position he plays. Yeah, you're talking you know? like a shelf life of like maybe three to five years, right? And he's been doing it for a hundred and six. And it's doing not it productively. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like he's either. I mean, he's obviously slumped off a little bit, but not a lot. You know, he's yeah, definitely he's, Hall of Famer. Yeah. And when he's out there running, he's beast running. He's running yeah. your ass over, and he's like, yeah. who can I hit next? Yeah. He's, he's like just long. the tough. Can you imagine running into him in an alley? Oh, I wouldn't like, want to. Like outside of his, his uniform and everything, he's probably the meanest, toughest-looking son of a bitch you could ever <laughs> run into. Yeah. Can you imagine just the fear, though? Yeah. He's got to be a beast. Yeah. You know? But I bet you he's the biggest teddy bear. He's probably a super nice guy. Frank Gore, if you're listening to this, I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan. Hook me up. Huh. <laughs> Little plug, <laughs> not a sponsor, but <laughs> <laughs> just your own money. <laughs> um, well, is there anything, anything else? Any other crush? What about you? Do you have? A, I mean, I know and Hollywood is, is yeah, one of them. I mean, my crushes always suck, which is good and bad. I mean, you know, Geis was my crush, but he's on IR, so again, yeah, again. But you know, what? It's, back again. You know, I keep my crushes where they suck. That way, I don't get too heartbroken. I, I didn't draft guys high. He's not playing. Yeah. I just want him to do good. Yeah, I think that's what does hurt is when your crush is somebody that you've either drafted high or spent a lot to get or is supposed to be. Not to say that Geis isn't supposed to be a good player, but you have that issue of potential injury um, going forward. But for Chris Carson, you didn't have that. You didn't have the fumble issues last year or any other years in, in college. So to not see that coming and to expect the workload from him. It, it just hurts to where somebody like Geis, he's been injured before. You knew the potential was there. He really didn't play preseason. Right. So if he gets hurt, like you said, it's like, okay, well. I drafted him in the eighth round, so if he does good, I got to steal. If he does bad, well, he wants to start anyways. Yeah. You um, know, still sucks, though. Send him a breakup letter in the mail. Give, yeah. him, a, give him a text. Yeah, at this point, she I, knows what I've, I've written two letters to one Chris Herndon about my crush, and, and we've had he's, – he's a pen pal of mine now. We've had a little back and forth. I just am, am eagerly anticipating his return to the, uh, the NFL. I do have a crush. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to – He's being nice to you, right? He's not asking you to – Oh, send, no, he's an excellent guy. He's not Wonderful. asking you to send any pictures or anything? A couple, <laughs> but I mean, he. Well, you're an adult, but he, yeah, you know I mean, and he, and he, he always asks really nicely. Okay, and um, I don't know, he's just you know, I feel like well, it's the I, least I could do. I do think that he'll be great for you when he comes back. I yeah, like, well, that's have, part of what the lettering is. Like, yeah. I, I've, I don't think anybody was really necessarily on him, like, like I was, or pictures would suggest, but like. Um, <laughs> I've held on to him now through four weeks. You know, he's a, he's a roster spot. Yeah. And that has affected my ability to have depth. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because you, know, you can't part put him in our, IR, right? No. Yeah. No, he's, he's suspended. Just sitting so, there yeah, he's just 
just filling up a spot. Yeah. So and that's that what was, you're telling them, right? You're yeah, saying, hey, yeah. Hey, no, look. that was the first yeah. contact. Was hey, listen, you know, this is this is where the you love rank I have in my yeah. The love that I have for you is so even, high. Even on a team that is really the only thing going for it right now is their helmets. Yeah, their helmets are cool looking. Yeah, I do. I like their, their black uniform is nice too. Yeah, yeah, when they combine the two, yeah. very very nice looking. But otherwise, I mean, they've been kind of like unexciting since Boomer. You know, so, um, but, but I like him and, and, and he has said that, that him and Mr. Darnold are, are kind of still spending some time together. Well, and, well, did he get the, the kissing disease from him? Well, I better I'm, hope they weren't two together too Well, there, there were parts of our conversation I'm really not supposed to talk okay. about. Okay, gotcha. So, Word. Yeah, maybe we should change, change the subject. <laughs> change the subject. But anyway, yeah, so he's one of them. Obviously, I think everybody knows I'm, you know, Tennessee fan. Derrick Henry's definitely the other one. I do have him, and he's been relatively at least reliable, I think more so than a lot of people thought, but he hasn't had those big games that I'm expecting. Yeah. Um, especially this past week when, I don't know if you guys remember this guy, but Marcus Mariota is actually a quarterback for, for the Titans, and he showed up this past week and, and balled out, really. And I was expecting that to open up the run game a little bit more than they utilized, you know. It had been the first time he may not have been against a stack box. I was hoping to see what, what went down, but I'm going to have to write him a letter too, I guess. Yeah, yeah I mean, Derrick Henry has definitely been, for me, a little bit more consistent than I was anticipating him being. You know, I was expecting you'd have one week where you get five points, and next week you could get 32. Yeah. And yeah. to be a little bit more consistent and at least get some good value from him, I, I think that's a it's a good crush to have. And I don't think you really have to worry about breaking his heart. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we're we're bonded. I have his jersey. Yeah, uh-huh. like actually, he he sent me one. Yeah, is this starting to sound weird? Like, a, <laughs> should we play our, some our, love music in the background? Our, our pencil, violin yeah. stuff. Um. Well, I guess, guys, you want to just get into. Um, you want to get into the the week we just went through, the horrible hell that was, or is there anything else you want to talk about? I mean, I think for you it was a horrible hell, but for us, I think we did all right. Ugly, oh, wow. but yeah, it was it was ugly yeah, for me. Yeah, for but, me it was it was rough. Second second loss. I guess me. you you take a dirty win over a glorious loss any day, don't you? Though, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't here last week to know who picked who, uh, or I. Pick to, my have my picks in. Yeah, um, which I will say, so far you've done pretty good with your picks you overall know, up to that point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and your bold predictions also have been pretty spot on. Pretty still, good. yeah. I uh, was with you in that category like week one, but since then <laughs> it's just kind of fallen <laughs> on. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've had a good one yet. So, how'd you guys do last week? Um, overall, fairly good. Let's see. We had we had all agreed on CMC, who they did win. Yeah, unfortunately, shellacked them. Yeah, so let's let's just start there. We all did pick the winner in that game. CMC just, ugh, it was against Jason's team, and the beating was relentless. And I think I it's sometimes think maybe abusive. Yeah, did he get a chance to call the police on? He got uh, sixty CMC. points. I think I, he got like sixty points only. He had a, yeah, his his. Uh, yeah, I think he doubled up. I, I, I think he called the police, but they they looked at his score and didn't take him seriously. So they just <laughs> it was it was brutal. I mean, yeah, it was one twenty. It was actually just a little bit better than than doubled up one twenty nine to sixty. Um, so CMC, if you're out there, man, that 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 was just that wasn't necessary. Why dude. you do that to him, man? Yeah, that wasn't pretty. <laughs> I mean, he had but, so Jason's team. Really, the only bright spot for him was a Rod on Thursday. 
had yeah had his uh, first really good game yeah and it was on a thursday which was good yeah. so you could start the week off right and you think you got something going right and, and then yeah. you and then you lay those stinkers the rest of sunday which that's still like that's part of the thursday curse you're either like miserable until sunday and they right stays well, he got, that way or you're I mean, high he hope. got cursed too because he started uh nelson too on thursday yeah, he got a goose egg. Oh, we yeah. had quite a few players uh, under that five point mark, including and Brady, Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, just to let you guys know, I know I don the gear every week, and I don't know how many other people out there actually pay attention, but the Buffalo's defense is legit. Oh yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, anytime they're, you're going against it, them, you need to second guess who you're starting against them. If it I mean, wasn't for the corruption in the Patriots, maybe paying off officials, uh, you know, I think that game would have went the other way. Yeah, I'd, 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 you don't even want to know the level of the screaming and the sweating and swearing. And you actually got sweaty? Yes, from yelling so bad, I was sweating. <laughs> wow, and that's a lot of yelling. <laughs> well, that one point we turns talked into about. a cardiovascular. <laughs> yeah, I got my workout <laughs> you in get for a sure. Workout, you had drinks. I mean, that one play we talked about with when the Patriot defender face-masked Allen, the ref was looking at him, and then when Allen looked at the ref, the ref looked away. Yeah. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in yeah, my life. Yeah, he had the face mask. Allen pointed right as soon as he left it, like the defender let go of his face mask. The ref was looking right at it. Allen pointed at him, and as <laughs> and soon as he pointed, the ref looked away. Oh, like, yeah. oh, nothing to see here, folks. I mean, you can blame it on the refs all day long. You could blame it on the love that the NFL has for the Patriots and giving them whatever they want. Yeah, including the easiest schedule it, of the year. Exactly but. for the probably what should bizarre. be the best team. I mean, they're yeah. like Super Bowl champions. You yeah, know? I mean, give them like at least a halfway decent. Right. Game. Yeah. But the Bills still had a chance to win, and I know we're getting off topic on talking about our matchups. The Bills still had a chance to win. They had the ball two or three times within the last few minutes to be able to try to win, and unfortunately, without Josh Allen in there. Because he he took a hit to the head and, and was in the concussion protocol, which I I agree with Micah Hyde. If that were Tom Brady that took that hit, there would not have been a holding call on the other end to negate the the penalty, and then that person that hit him would be out. But you know, Jason only scoring sixty points. He had a whole bunch of turds laid all over his lineup. Unfortunately, yeah, it was ugly. And hopefully he can get back on because he's at least what two and two now. Yep. So he's still in it. He's um, you know got some work to do on his lineup and run CMC. When you have McCaffrey and then Gurley finally showed up. Honestly, I think if you have McCaffrey in your league, you're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah it's hard to overcome that that guy right there. Um, so yeah, all of our picks for that one went the the way they they uh, that we predicted it would. On the next game, let's talk about those Hollywood Knights and. Mitch, please. Mitch, please. Uh, I did chuckle when I saw that name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Previously named Shaken Bakers. I had Shaken Bakers and so did Brian uh, winning last week. Rodney went out on his own uh, calling the game for Hollywood Knights. So he uh, took a step up. Go ahead, Hollywood. Yeah. He got that win, and Rodney, good job <laughs> of picking that one. Yep. Unfortunately, Mitch, please, is going to probably have to look for another name. Uh, again, yeah, he's he's, well, he's out for a, a like you said. Anytime you win under a hundred points, it's ugly. Oh yeah, you, just, you don't deserve that. <laughs> no, you don't. But you but, just, you but just you sort of it. yeah land yeah. the covers and just hope no one <laughs> talks about it. Yeah, a win's a win. Well, Landry balled out. Unfortunately, it hurt your uh, OBJ. But Landry finally had a game, which helped. 
those Hollywood yeah, nights. Yeah, so maybe that's who I need to blame it on. Fucking Landry. Yeah, damn Landry. Damn, damn him. Diggs finally did something. Not great, but the way he, he was on my, I mean, I put Landry in for Diggs, but still. Yeah, yeah Diggs being on your bench, but I mean... My bitch didn't do anything anyways. Galladay, 23 points for Mitch, please, is, is his lone bright spot. But overall, there's not a lot to talk. I mean, the scores speak for themselves. There's not a lot to talk about in that game. Yeah, we've already given it too much attention, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> next. <laughs> um, the next one that we picked was Murray's Men. Let's see. I had I had went with Murray's Men. Brian also went with Murray's Men. And... Uh, Rodney went with Dukes, and in this case, Murray's men was the victor, so that puts us back even. Yep, and he was the victor because of last night's game, honestly, because I think going into last night's game, Dukes still was projected to beat him. He was close, but he was projected. Yeah, and it was going to be close no matter what, but I think even projected points, Dukes was still supposed to win. But Connor balled out last night, was really... Yeah. The only thing that was good about uh, last night's game. And then, of course, Fournette showing up 26.5. He had freaking 200, over 200 mm-hmm. something yards on off. the ground. Yeah. And you like old school points, yeah. too. That was just running. And that's hard to determine because they're going against Denver. Yeah. Who is supposed to be a good defense, but so far this year. Could fall into our earlier topic of name value. Yeah. yeah. They definitely used to be more, it seems like, than they are currently. It's, well, they, they haven't been a good defense in like three years, but they've had the same personnel, so everyone seems to think they're still a good defense. But right. I guess proof's in the put in there. Yeah, Murray's men started the week off right, just like uh, Jason's team did with Devonta Adams getting 28 points. Now, Dukes of Hazard still scored a good amount of points. 133 points is not something to, to be sad about. That's a good amount of points. Spent a lot of fab on Gallman and saw his money worth. Yeah. and yeah, Better you know, than I thought. I was really watching the game, but when I, I saw he got 27 points, I was like, damn, what did he do? Yeah, he catches a lot of balls. Nothing impressive, but he just racked up points. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. definitely not Saquon when it comes to talent. Yeah. But he just, opportunity in playing Washington. Washington, I think there's a few teams that you can go ahead and just count points for. Sorry, we just had an earthquake. Um, <laughs> you can count points for going against, and I think Washington's another one of those teams. Cooper Cup ha- was part of that freaking basketball score of the uh, uh, Tampa Bay L.A. Rams game and, and balled out again, and he's showing where I think he's probably the number one on that team. So Told you. Yep. Yeah, so the next two, and as a, as a, a longtime Tampa fan as well, it was nice to see them put up all them points. Yeah, it really yeah. was. Like uh, they're, they're my number twos, and uh, that was that was a thing that has never happened before in their history. Right. So that was cool. Yeah. The uh, the two remaining matchups that we have yet to talk about, no one picked correctly. I would put these <laughs> both under the uh, the upset category. Yeah. The first of which being the holdouts game where holdouts and Morning Woods uh, faced off. And just after holdouts just blew up last week, and and it has one of those teams that looks like they could blow up every week. They were taken down by the Morning Woods. The Morning Woods. The Morning Woods got them. Yeah. And you know, honestly, I was scared for this matchup just because I know the talent that the holdouts have on his his lineup. Yeah. And you know, Winston getting thirty points. If you're going to have a quarterback that gets that majority of the time, you're going to win your week. Mm-hmm. And you know, luckily, I was. Before the game, I'm contemplating on changing my name 
from Morning Woods to No More Woods because he oh, really hasn't been. That would be so sad. It would mm-hmm. be in, in multiple levels. Yeah. Right. But they have medicines for that though. <laughs> <Right>. But <clears throat> excuse me. He just really hasn't been performing, but he he showed up. But that could have been just because of product of the game where they needed to throw the ball a lot. But Watson didn't do anything. So I was really nervous. There were times where I didn't think I was going to win. And I, luckily, the Dallas-New uh, New Orleans game was was basically a defensive game. Well, Woods and Chubb. Chubb going off like he did, I, I didn't think there would ever be a day in his career. He got close to 40 points. In really? Fantasy. You didn't think so? Never. Well, that's why I drafted no. him that high. I, I yeah. don't, I'd never foreseen 39 points and being consistent, but I, I definitely saw at least a 20-point game each week. Yeah, I thought he had week. a pretty high ceiling. Each week? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I did too. I, I expected like a 20-point game being like the one every five weeks. Yeah. And the rest I just expected OBJ range. and Landry to sort of never crowd the box. And yeah, then that's true. Sort of, you know, well, he looked thing. great. I mean, I, I'm totally fine with saying I was wrong. I mean, he clearly hit it, and, yeah. and he looked great. It was a nice nice opening up for him over yeah, there. At good. least the Browns got something going. Yeah, and unfortunately I left. I mean, I, I still won, but I left Godwin on my bench, and the two times I've left him on my bench, he's blown up. Yeah, we've we've talked about that outside of this, and, yeah. and Godwin is a is an every week start. Yeah. I think that's a and the only reason why until I did you was start him next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only reason why I didn't was because he was coming off of what was supposedly a hip injury, and then playing yeah. in L. A. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'll let it ride. I, I think you made the right choice coming into the game. Honestly, I yeah. mean, he's a he's a stud though, and you you do have some depth at the position, so I can see why it's like a hard decision to make, but. Right. You're in a position where I would even consider maybe maybe sending one of those packing and and see what else you could do. See which one we can try just, to. Just saying, <laughs> um, but yeah. So that was, ended up being a good upset, um, good game. Way to go! Way to take down. Uh, maybe bring the whole that out. Sorry, back Zach. To, yeah, bring him back down to reality. <laughs> I know he was feeling good about himself, especially with the news that Gordon's coming back, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know that just adds to his depth. So it's nice to see him knock down a peg, as much as we love Mr. <laughs> Zach. Um, and then the other one I, I really took it as an upset uh, was uh, I made Chuck Norris cry beating Fat Golf. I'm Jonesing, and it was a pretty decided beating too, one thirty six to one oh nine. You you know what's crazy is he beat you and and pretty good, right? Yeah, by twenty something points, and he had two people in his lineup under three points. Yeah, well let's let's bring that up and highlight that. Miko Harmon didn't even get a point and Greg Olson got two point five and he still kicked your ass. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like your guys had I mean, D Hop you're definitely needing more than eight points. Odell, you're definitely needing more well, than eight points. And four. that's what it His came down other to. Other guys had good games. But everybody but the else two guys had, that he yeah. needed, yeah, which my like I said, in this league the two guys that built the team around combined for like twelve points. Yeah. They were outscored by Sterling Shepard. You know, like that, to me, that was just ridiculous. Yeah. But either way, it was a good game. I think it, had they have performed even to a, a low standard for them, it would have been a little bit closer. But, I mean, hey, he won. It was a good game. Yeah, and, and shout out to him. He had one, two, three, four players over 20 points. Yeah. And he had two that were really close. So his guys performed for him this week. I know yeah, he needed them too. And they did, so it's it's good to see him get a win in there. I know, unfortunately, it's at your cost, but yeah, no, it's all good. I mean, just, I, I definitely think the uh, the the fantasy gods were in his favor. Looking at his lineup and the points, I still wouldn't have picked him to win, but the guys did it. You know, yeah. it was a good game, and is this right Eckler's on. last hurrah? 
I think being that guy that's leading his team, absolutely. Yeah, me but too. I, I think Eckler's still going to have value, just more of a flex than a RB one. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's still because he has been balling out, yeah. and they the the team has got to know what they've what he's done for them, and also what Gordon has done to them, and and the selfishness that he's had. Uh, yeah, and, with that, I would I would like to see him. Give Eckler more work. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. He's earned. He's going to get some. He's earned some. He's he's earned some, and it would be totally awesome for Gordon to come back and still play second fiddle like the Justin Jackson to Eckler role. That would be <laughs> freaking awesome. Pie. Just to be like, look, yeah. dude. Yeah, you were out, and I'm. We're glad you're back in case if anything helps. You. But look what's yeah. happened. Yeah, and he's been balling out, and I really wish teams would be more stronger. That's on probably why Gordon that came stance. back. He was like, "Shit, man!" I know there's Eckler been scored a lot. all these fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's not yeah. only losing value on his own team because they're like, "Look, we're not going to pay you until the end of the year, and then we'll talk about it." And at this point now, they're like, "Look, we don't need to pay you. We have Eckler." Well, right, and out. it was just weird because Gordon was going to come back week eleven. Now, now you're back. Yeah, well, but it's, it's also because making, at some point right. he's got to be like, "Well, shit." Well, yeah, I mean, it's not just not just in his team's eyes, but in the league's eyes. Yeah, well, maybe he's not so good because anybody right. in that system could be that successful, right? You know, however you want to, however you want to uh, spin it, he's got to start looking at it like, uh oh, yep. they're calling my bluff and it's not working. Maybe they'll trade him. And to circle it back to the Patriots, I wish they would do that with Brady. Everybody's all up on Brady's oh, sack. So do and I agree. He's not that Let's, great. You can't see it on the podcast, but I'll high five you for that because <laughs> I believe that a hundred percent. Uh, same thing with, I mean, while I don't want to take anything from Zeke as a talented player, but I'm, I'm still kind of holding on to Pollard, kind of thinking Zeke may fall. I think just about anybody could be pretty dynamic behind their line. Yeah. But, you know, that's another topic for another day. Yeah. So that was last week's games. Uh, congratulations to everybody who, uh, who was able to notch a win. And good luck to those that weren't. It's, it's a new week. We're going to move on and talk about our little uh, week five matchups and maybe our bold predictions. For those, so we have first up, we have Morning Woods versus Fack Off. I'm go- I'm Jonesing. So this is kind of like a podcast rivalry right yeah, now. You know, is, we're gonna see who. This is the the me versus you, sir. Yeah. So I don't know where to go from there. Let's not make it awkward, though. Right. Man. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll lead out. Yeah. Go ahead and then lead off there, Brian. Because yeah, break the ice, man. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to hurt any feelings uh, I'll here. go with uh, Fuck uh, Off. I'm Jonesing. Just because Hopkins and OBJ are gonna turn it around, but it's. Looking at both teams and both projections, I mean, it's it's a pick em, but since I have to pick them, I'll say fuck off. Well, you know what? There's Jones some food and... over there. Just help yourself to anything you need, you know? I appreciate that pick. That was the right pick. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm, I'm thinking you're leaning the the fuck off. I'm jonesing. And, and, and well, you know, I'm going to have to go Morning Woods. And I really think that I agree with you, Brian, that I think D-Hop and Beckham have bounced back games. I do think that D Hop has more of an opportunity to have one because I think I San Francisco's so. defense they're, is, is they're good. They're pretty tough. I mean, they're three zero. Derrick Henry's going against Buffalo's defense, and I just spoke about them. Watson is going against the Atlanta defense, and I don't think they're going to crowd him as much as he's been lately. So I think he'll do all right. Michael Thomas is consistent; he'll always get me points. So. I think it's going to be a close game. I and feel like every he's, week he's almost I'm, talking me into it. <laughs> well, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, while I'm going to say I want to win, uh, matchup wise, I think you've got a much better looking lineup. I'm going to predict that you win this one, hoping that somehow I will upset the force off, and right. yeah, and something comes back to me so I can pull <laughs> the win. But honestly, uh, my team's been underperforming as a whole, and 
uh, Matchup-wise, I think your guys are in a better situation, especially if you leave certain people in there that you have a tendency to sit. Mr. Godwin, <laughs> in particular, I think is going to have a good week against New Orleans. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick you, honestly. But, okay. you know, for the record, I will be glad to be wrong in that oh, one. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jamie went there, too. So so we're all on the – we all got woods. Well, Brian, Brian went – or did you change? Yeah, no, I, okay. I almost did. Oh, Thank you for not. I appreciate I would have picked myself, but, you know, I don't want to be I didn't that make that good. I, I would never know, be able to be a lawyer. I couldn't even – It was close. I couldn't even uh, make you go for the, the woods. It was close. I mean, who picks themselves, you know? You've got to really be just a piece of work. I um, think I, every week I have, so I'm, I'm the work. Thing. I did it last week. I picked Jordan, and, and it worked because I won. So. Oh, yeah. oh, so maybe I should change my pick. <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> nope, too late. It's already written down. So uh, the next matchup, we have Run CMZ versus I Made Chuck Norris Cry. I just so. At this point, uh, I don't think you can pick against Run CMZ. I'm not going to in this one. I think the, it, the projections rarely make you know mean much, but... Uh, just line up alone. I, I really can't. Yeah, same here. I mean, yeah, it's going to be close, but this, this, I don't feel like this is the wall that runs CMC, run CMC runs yeah. into. Unfortunately, I know I made Chuck Norris cry. I had a great week last week, and Wasn't hopefully great. he can have <laughs> another good week. But I just, it's really hard to pick against Run CMC. His team is just solid. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're all three on run CMC. It's almost boring predicting your games, man. Like, make it interesting for us. Sit <laughs> some people or something. All right, so the next one up is the Dukes of Hazard facing off with Mitch Please. Mitch Please. Are we, are we are looking at the game with the one owner that has yet to pull a W. I won't mention who that is, <laughs> but do we see this week going in his favor? Uh, dep- he has two two uh, zeros in his lineup, so I guess it depends on who he pops yeah, in. Yeah, because he's got he's got one person on a buy and one who will be out for a few weeks, so he'll have to try to find somebody on the waivers and just plug somebody in. Uh, and the, just the because of that, I'm going to pick him. I think it's going to force him to pick maybe who he should rather than who he wants. Yeah, I think the issue becomes if he wants Some to plug that, a quarterback that, into that position. Yeah, he's going to have a hard time. He almost might be better off trying to find a regular position guy to fill into there instead of trying to find another quarterback. Right. But that's what I was forced to do last week, and I won, but it was ugly. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, And it wasn't like necessarily against uh, Jordy, but it's more sometimes being in those situations where you have to make a move, you do the most research that you can. Right. You pick a guy that has like the best upside, and it works. So I'm going with, I'm going with uh, I'll step out on a limb and say he gets his first victory this week. Good. Uh, I think I don't want that limb to break, so I'm going to go ahead and stay on the Dukes. Oh, I like it. I like how you how you put that. I'll break it. We'll go, we'll go, we'll go Mitch. We'll, oh, we'll okay. give him one. So we got two for the upset and one going for Duke. All right, and then the next matchup is the holdouts versus those Hollywood Knights. It looks ugly. It does look a little ugly. I do have a tight end out. Not that my tight end's going to make actually up all those projections. Is projected to be the worst. Like the most lopsided game. Yeah, week. maybe not. Quite. Yeah, I think it's still like the worst. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my tight end maybe will get. I may move to 110 points with a tight end. Who knows? Yeah, but projections, whatever. What do you What are you thinking, guys? Does Bell come back on a vengeance and just really even this one out? N- no, I, I, th- I. Th- <laughs> sorry, I'm going to go with the holdouts. I really think that this week puts him back up into the 200 point range. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
And like no matter who it is, even if you're having a great <laughs> week, it's hard to keep up with that. And and I really think that the holdouts are gonna gonna crush it again this week. I think they're gonna have a good week, but I I will just go ahead and say that their projected 145, I think, is too high, matchup wise. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick myself. You sounded boy, so you, sad when you boy, did that. You gotta have faith. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, who knows? It's it's rough. But I'm I'm gonna. I don't think uh, I'm gonna do some lineup changes. My lineup's not set yet. Not that not that anyone I have on my benches. So just so you know, John Ross is out for a few weeks, so you can't use him. Just want to. I mean, you'll oh prob- yeah, you'll yeah, probably no. know that. No, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't. I, I you know I kind of like uh, now that he had a crappy game last week, but I, now that um, uh, that uh, Panthers quarterback is in there, he seems to be Kyle targeting Allen. Samuel a lot. Yeah. So I think you know, and this is one of those games where you know I'm not. I'm not going to kid myself. I mean, I need the upside points. So, I mean, yeah, I, I need to go with the home Sometimes it's fun to be in those situations. Right, because my think. back's against the wall. And, yeah, you yeah. play those boom guys. Yep. Well, I'm going to, you know, for the record, I think the holdout scores under the projection, but I think he wins. And then and the last one. The final game on the slate is Murray's men versus Jason's team. How do you guys feel on this one? Well, let's see. It's, I, I think now, if, don't, don't everybody get so depressed out of here. I think if Murray's men keep Vernon Davis and Algalar in there, I mean, not, if, if Jason's team if Jason's team keeps his lineup as is right now, I think not not saying what he can do or who he would do. I think lineup versus lineup. I, I just think Murray's men got a better team this week. But okay, yeah, I agree. I, I'm going to go ahead and, and pick Murray's men again, or, or with Brian. He has somebody that he he needs to take out of his lineup, but I think even that with the matchup or who he could plug in, I still think overmatches. Now Tom Brady playing against Washington could get you a hundred points himself. So, <laughs> or he could get you four again. Be pulled in the second quarter because it's a million to nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a team though that doesn't really pull people like no, him. they don't seem to. They be. just. Switch to running as opposed well, to. Well, and when they calling. did, they put in the backup of that one game and he threw a pick and then Belichick put Brady back in. <laughs> right. so. While Jason's team has proven to be one that can uh, overcome projections and all sorts of things and pull some wins, I think Murray's men, uh, most of his team is starting to find their 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 groove. I think his team's starting to wake up. And, and uh, for that, I'm going to join you guys. And I think we're all on the side of Murray's men here. Alrighty, so, so that's that, week five, man. That's week five. We, I can't believe we're once five football season deep. comes, dude. It the weeks go so quick. By so Everything quickly. goes quick. It's going to be Thanksgiving, yeah, and Christmas, and then Christmas, and, then. and so I do want to share. I'm, I, I've got plans. I'm going to a uh, a game. Going to a game, NFL like game. an NFL yeah. game. Carolina and Tennessee, uh, November third. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Where are you going, Carolina or Carol- Tennessee? Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Nice. That'll be freaking awesome. Yeah, man. meeting some, meeting my my cousin down there. It's a, kind of a middle point for us, and we we only get to see each other maybe Sweet. once or twice a yeah. a year if we're lucky. So that's awesome. Yeah, and super you're just excited. Driving about down it. for the day, or uh, we're gonna go down Saturday. Yeah, you know, and maybe just hit the town. And um, hang out and whatever, and try to see if we can find some other Tennessee stragglers down there. Maybe, <laughs> maybe get into a tailgate or something, and just have a good time, man. I'm, I'm super psyched about it. If 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 I'm lucky, I might make one game every couple of years. So I'm the same way. We uh, we just decide to hit it up. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So looking forward to that. Just and when are you I'd gonna? Share. It's because I'm selfish. When are you gonna be back? 
Oh, I'll be back in time for a podcast. Okay, there we'll, we go. we'll be back late, late Sunday night. I mean, I know I missed last week. Well, that's but what I was going to say. I, I, I'm, uh, I, I would like to just, you know, I'm, I'll be your reliable partner. Okay, yeah. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, um, thank you very much for for tuning in again. Well, do Hopefully. we want to do bold predictions? Oh yeah. See, I knew you missed me for one reason. Well, and, I missed you for so many. To, Not only does no one I know sport Bill's gear quite as well as you do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we need somebody here to keep us on task and, and, and doing what we need to do. So, yeah, start throwing them out uh, while I last-minute look what, and what see you what... Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, so so I'll go, and I'll actually name the top ten quarterbacks in row. Wait a minute. Your bold prediction is that you can pick the top ten scoring quarterbacks? Not only is that a lot of writing, but you're going to pick... <laughs> One through ten in order for this week, and have it be exactly right. Yeah, is that too much? It's. I mean, it's bold as can be. <laughs> go for it. Okay, so we're gonna go with Deshaun Watson as number one. Hopeful. We are gonna go <laughs> with. Uh, <laughs> hold on, M- maybe no. Um, I will put Lamar Jackson as as number three. That's three. Can yep. you tell me in order so I can write them down? Or? <laughs> Actually, because I'm, I'm doing this on the fly. I'm doing this on the fly too, so I got to try to figure out. So All I'll right. go with Mahomes number two. Okay. I'm gonna go with Wilson. I've already said three, right? You're Lamar three, yep. Wilson Wilson's four. Wilson's four. I'm gonna go with Rivers at five. You really okay? Halfway there. Yep. We're going to go with Wentz at six. I'll do Rogers. At seven, Brady at eight. I'll put Kyler Murray at nine, and then I'll do Baker at ten. I mean, if Zach wants to call you out on that, dude, we just need to. We'll call him out on his critiques because that's that's <laughs> right. bold. I was thinking you were wrong before I wrote down half the names, but um, so just to recap, you are saying in this order as far as quarterback performance in fantasy football in Week Five, Watson. Mahomes, Lamar, Wilson, Rivers, Wentz, Rogers, Brady, Murray, and then Baker. Yes. That's your top ten. Yep. I love the boldness. Sounds there. good to me. Uh, well. Hmm. We'll see. That is that is really, really bold. I'm not sure if I have one yet. <laughs> it, I'm going to go. So, so before you go, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no. So it, it's funny that we know we have to have bowl projections for the week, oh, but every one of us right. are doing it on the fly as yeah. we say, hey, what's a bowl prediction? Because <laughs> even me, that brought up the subject that we missed it, I didn't even have one. <laughs> I was almost, yeah, you brought it up, but we're like, I was well. almost going to do ten run the top ten running backs in order just because I was like, you know. Well, I do want to right. – I'll reiterate. Last week, um, let's see, Brian, you had – predicted that Hollywood would be top three overall in fantasy points. Right. I don't think we need to look that one up. I no, don't believe no. it happened. Rodney actually nailed his, he where he said, at least in our league, that Dak would be held under 10 points in fantasy football. And in our league with our scoring, he came in at 8.62. So, uh, yet again, sir, that, yeah, excellent, excellent, bold prediction. And then mine was close. Um, I, I had predicted that Ronald Jones would be a top t- 15 running back, and he actually finished 18th overall. So, you know, so maybe like a, a small. That was an attaboy. Yeah, yeah, an attaboy. Good I'll, try. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I'll take it. <laughs> I've been pretty far off so for the last couple of weeks, so I'll take it. You got yours yet, Brian? No, but I'll, uh, we'll say uh, Joe 
Flacco, Kirk Cousins, what, and Kyle, Kyler Murray will all be in the top five. Those three guys will finish top five of fantasy quarterback points. So at this point, it's becoming our our, our bold predictions. Maybe are like. Shots in the dark. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just try to outbold the, the other they're, person. They're not projections. They're right. just our predictions. They're witches. just like, what shit can I throw out right, right. now? <laughs> right. Um, well, just to make it fun, because, you know, my team and your team are facing off this weekend. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make a bold prediction that one mega crush of mine, Mr. Derrick Henry, rushes for over 100 yards. And has one play that he breaks off for more than 50. So overall for the game, he'll have over 100 rushing yards. And I'm not going to say I think I, I can leave enough open where it could be a pass or, or a run that he breaks for over 50 yards. So one play against is uh, for the, over 50 yards. Yeah, against the uh, uh, admittedly elite defense that are the Buffalo Bills. So Buffalo has faced Mixon. We could put Sony Michelle, right? Yeah. And then Bell and can't believe I can't remember. Uh, yeah, come Drake, on, Bills fan. Drake, Dolphins. No, no, we haven't played the Dolphins. Oh, yet. you haven't yet? No. Oh, sorry. Uh, just, just for week one. Yep, and that was Bell. But to, they haven't allowed more than seventy yards rushing yet. I didn't hear any names that make me worry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think it's good. It, yeah, it's it bold. Definitely, it's bold. It can and definitely happen. Yeah. And Maybe we'll see on on Sunday afternoon around four if you'll be curling up in bed with your blankie and your blowing your nose <laughs> with your Derrick Henry jersey. Hey man, I wear it with pride. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that that that's bold enough. I think we'll all agree on that being a bold, right? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, that's it for for uh, our our normal back oh, and forth. Here. Saquon Barkley was the other one. Okay. Hey, wow. Well, I yeah, I'll stick with it. That one does that one does scare me a little bit, but you know we'll go with it. Henry's the wall crusher. <laughs> <laughs> um, as usual, guys, we'll have uh, the artist formerly known as Queen Bee starting up here with us uh, in, in a few minutes. Uh, but for us, is there anything else, guys? Nope, no, I think good. we're good. Thank you all for joining again. Like we said at the beginning of the podcast, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and email us. We want to know. We need to know. It's a need. <laughs> yeah, boy. I mean, is that too much effort to like, like type I don't, in an email? I don't think so. Like, I mean, no, I'm not you personally on Facebook or Instagram, so you have feet in that water more than I do, and I don't think that I it's much of an effort to people. Can you just? I mean, if you want to, just I mean, literally, you could type and just say you suck if that's how you feel, right? Or, or I like or good. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, caveman talk. <laughs> mm, good show. <laughs> See, we got ten goods and five yeah. sucks this yeah. week. Yeah, any feedback would be greatly appreciated as we we're, we're trying to figure this thing out. We we really had a good time with it and want to keep doing it and want to might as well do it as well as we can. So, so yeah. feedback would help a lot for sure. As right now we're just guessing. So anyway, on that note, I think we are outie. Peace. Done. Alright, here we are with the artist formerly known as Queen Bee. I'm just sticking with that because I don't know what else to call you. I mean, pretty much anything would be better than that, but you know, whatever. Get creative. I know you have it in you. Asshole? 
<laughs> that just that just came to mind. Like I don't know. Okay, dick face. Does we'll that, go there. Does that fit, asshole? <laughs> Can we call you that? Well, um, so this week for corrections, I want first want to say that I for one missed Jamie last week. <laughs> Jamie, glad to have you back. I know you got to spend some wonderful quality time with your beautiful wife, so I know she was appreciative of that time. Um, but we are glad to have you back. So thanks for gracing us with your presence this week. Yeah, I, I certainly agree. I know I got a little flack for uh, not being more mindful of, of, uh, of that last week. It was week. 100% deserved. So Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. Definitely also, glad to have him back, though. Yes. One of the cornerstones of this little process. Oh, yeah, you guys would be freaking lost without him anyway hold on wait <laughs> wow okay can we can we let's move forward okay moving on <clears throat> also non-football related as all of my corrections this week are as usual wow um <sighs> kiss my ass anyway there were several off-color comments made last week that i for one didn't necessarily approve of or appreciate and I know it was all in good fun, but for the record, zip code is irrelevant. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, don't you now? Uh-uh. Maybe, uh, maybe listeners could play it back, but I'm pretty sure that one stuck out to more than just me. Anyway, um, and another thing. At one point, you said beating a dead dog. Now, I've never heard that exact expression myself. I've always heard it as beating a dead horse. But, you know, to each his own. And Wow. <laughs> what? I mean, maybe maybe I was trying to illustrate a different picture. Huh. I can't remember the context said comment was in. Do you? Not exactly. Um, I think it was just, you know, somebody was going on and on and on about a topic. and. Well, which makes you sadder? Beating a dead horse or beating a dead dog? Dead dog, definitely. Exactly. Thank you. No. Thank you. So instead of calling me out, so you're don't pointing ever out illustrate that. That I'm it was it was a better point than the original point. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm we'll gonna, just I'm, we'll, I'm we'll gonna agree respectfully to, disagree. Yeah, I was gonna say let's agree <laughs> to disagree on that one. Um don't ever try to stifle my artistic twists. Mm. Artistic. Yeah. Huh? That's yeah. what we're going with. Well, <clears throat> there's some debate get about that, but moving on. As far that's as far as you got that. <laughs> Not so much. That's really all I had for corrections. Um, I did want to say uh, there were lots. There was lots of name dropping and plugging done last week for non sponsors. And you know, in the interest of being profitable and making money, if anybody has representation with Sling, Yahoo, or Yahoo, as yeah, have likes you to say. have you ever heard it <laughs> pronounced Yahoo? I've, I've never heard anybody in seriousness call it Yahoo. Yeah, I mean, who isn't it, like, jokingly. Like, but. legit, I would say that, that Rodney is more of an expert in that realm, given his, you know... His IT background yeah, and whatnot. His, his profession, but he is literally the first person I've ever heard pronounce it that way. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. So are you, in a way, calling his pronunciation out, or are you are you feeling that confident that he's incorrect? I mean, it might be a tomato tomato kind of thing, but we can all confidently say that nobody in the United States says tomato. <laughs> in the United States. So, <laughs> um, oh, all right. But, you know, 
No, no shade to Rodney. I love Rodney. So. But maybe across the pond they do call it Yahoo. I mean, it's possible. Or in Canada. Yeah. You Canada know. seems very likely for some Those reason. Those Canadians are yeah, they ruined, a little wacky. Ruined a lot of stuff. Blame Canada. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Just kidding, Canadians that might be listening to it. Go, go Canucks. <laughs> <laughs> Maple Leafs. Um, so anyway, Yahoo, Sierra Mist, NASCAR, and Sling TV. Sling TV got a lot of mention. So if anybody has representation or connections with any of those companies, we'd be we'd be happy to sponsor or to have sponsors, and we'll plug you all day long. Oh yeah, yeah. I wear T-shirts and everything, like shameless <laughs> tattoos. We, uh, yeah, maybe. Would you do that for the right amount of money? Yeah. Yeah. No, but it depends I think on location. Lo- yeah, location, one hundred percent. Like no neck tattoos for Sling TV. Can you imagine? <laughs> no. I got I really ya- Yahoo tattooed on my cheek, but <laughs> I got ten grand. Oh, it would take more than ten grand to yeah. get anything yeah. tattooed to my cheek. Yeah. Heck yeah. But, but there is a price. I'm just saying. Just putting it out there. We'll, we'll do what we got to do. Sponsors. I'm just saying. So that was all I had as far as that goes. Um, we are in the month of October now. So. Very astute. For. Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, dick face. Anyway. We. A, a cause that's very near and dear to both of us is uh, breast cancer awareness. Um, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so I want to talk about that for just a second. Um, the NFL usually represents uh, with pink. The crucial the- catch is what they have tagged it. Oh, okay. Well, like that's as in cool. you're catching the ailment before it gets out of hand. And that's super important. Yeah. So I know our listener base is primarily dudes, but you well, know, for the record, it can dudes can get it too. Yes. Um, it's, it's less likely, but yeah. it does happen. I don't know any guys who've ever had it, though. Do you? I doubt we run around and be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess but, that's true, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't that I know I of. don't know if I know anybody that uh, any It is had it, primarily a, a, a cancer that affects women. Yeah. But just, it's worth mentioning. You yeah. might want to, if you feel a weirdness, fellas, go ahead and have a doc look at it. Absolutely. Um, they tell women to check monthly, you know, like when you're in the shower, like just washing up or whatever, just feel around and see if you feel anything that feels weird or whatever and go get it checked. But guys, talk to your women. This is a great time for them to schedule their checks, mammograms, breast exams, um, all that stuff. Look at it this way. Like legit offer to help. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like seriously, it's a great excuse to be like, look, could I... Could I feel your boobs for a little while? This is all in the interest of, of, health. Your, of your health. It's health, yeah. So just just use that, fellas. If you know, random girl at the bar, offer to help her out. Maybe, maybe don't. Or not. Yeah. So that totally, totally use your discretion. Remember, we're in the era of the Me Too movement, so maybe offering a breast exam at the bar is maybe not in good taste. Oh really? Yeah. I thought it would be a great. <laughs> I've been out of the game for a while, so. <laughs> I don't know what works and doesn't work. It just, it, oh, never mind. Yeah. Maybe stick with your significant others, offering them breast exams. They'd probably be a little more receptive to that that play. Say but that again? Do what? Your significant others. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant at initially. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah. So that's all I have. Did you have anything to add, babe? No. 
not at all. <laughs> Making a little public service announcement here. Um, check them tatas. Absolutely. Uh, we love you guys for listening. And uh, oh, feedback! Don't forget feedback at the. We we're on Instagram now. We're on Facebook. We've got the email address. It is centers and winners podcast at gmail dot com. So make sure you're touching base with us and letting us know how you feel about the episodes and and do they are, are the um, Facebook and Instagram both? They can type in centers and winners and it'll come up. Should yeah yeah. I mean, you are our marketing director, correct? Correct. Also, guys, you know, if you want to reach out directly, that that email and everything, um, Amber is heading that stuff up. So if you want to reach out directly to her with a comment or uh, to show her some love for, you know, her support of this venture we call fantasy football or just keep it appropriate because I am watching. (laughs) And on that note, we're done.